in the movie Inception, there's a scene where Leonardo DiCaprio gives uh, his character gives to the character played by Ellen Page. He gives her this test, this challenge, is to create a maze in two minutes that takes someone uh, one minute to solve. So she needs to create this maze. She needs to create a, a place that someone uh, can essentially get lost in. That sounds pretty cool, right? To create a place that somebody can get lost in. And that's a challenge for us as artists. In the, around the 80s, there was a skateboard company called Paolo Peralta. And uh, they're known for, in that, in that time, for something that was called the Bones Brigade. Bones Brigade was a unique team of skateboarders, uh, including Tony Hawk, Steve Caballero, Lance Mountain, and there were others. I don't want to leave anybody out, but I'm not going to name everybody. But they were, these are all uh, legends of skateboarding that were members of the Bones Brigade. And the team manager, the guy who was in charge of uh, uh, that aspect of the company, was Stacy Peralta. And he wanted someone to take the brand of Paolo Peralta, of that skateboard company. Uh, he wanted to take it kind of like to the next level. He wanted someone to run with the brand. And he hired someone. I don't really know the background. I heard he was in pol- He helped politicians and did pyrotechnics. And it just sounds so crazy. Like he did pyrotechnics for politicians. Like I don't know what was it. Fireworks for political rallies. But it sounded crazy and cool. And we're talking about Craig Stesic. And Craig Stesic is really really fits the um, the definition of crazy and cool. And he came in. And ran with this Bones Brigade thing. He ran with Pal Peralta skateboards. And he did cool things. I remember, uh, you know, a younger version of me uh, enjoying the stuff that Craig Stesic brought to Pal Peralta skateboards. But um, I began to really think, what is it that he did? He um, did a number of things that you can point out for the brand. He did monthly print ads uh, for skateboarding. Now, monthly print ads were nothing new. Uh, people were doing print ads for skateboarding. But he came to it with a, with a rule. And this rule changed the whole game. And he said that uh, the ads of Palo Peralta should not depict skateboarding. They should depict other things but not skateboarding. And once you put this strange rule, uh, it opened your mind, you know, opens his mind, opens others' minds to all kinds of possibilities. And the ads that they created for Bones Brigade were the coolest ads that I had seen in skateboarding. And they'd been copied by other companies like World Industries, like Enjoy. And I don't really know what's going on today. Today, much of that skateboarding world has moved to Instagram, so it looks a little bit different. Uh, something is kind of lost in the days of uh, getting those uh, print magazines uh, once every month. And they still exist, but there's just a different vibe. So um, Craig Stesic created a structure, monthly print ads that do not depict skateboarding. And then he poured himself into that structure with all his art, all his ability, and he created something amazing. I had these ads hanging on my wall. 
um, you know, more so than the ones that depicted skateboarding. They were more. I was more excited about the ones that did not depict skateboarding because they had these. Uh, they had these skaters in funny situations. Uh, they were. They were comedic. They were uh, refreshing. Um, you know, maybe uh, if I find a few, I'll pop some in the show notes so you can see. And uh, an additional structure is that they were uh, periodical skate videos. I think they maybe were maybe were annual or semi-annual. I, I'm not sure, but there was a skate video coming out uh in a in a a regular uh periodical sense not monthly so you had monthly printouts you had your skate videos you had i think seasonal um uh launches of board series with their art and t-shirts and stickers but here's the thing craig stesic came and worked with a structure elements of that structure he created himself but he created this structure and he poured himself into it He made a maze that you can get lost in. Sounds pretty cool, right? And this has also been translated to many others of many other areas of business and culture. Um, the you know uh, the skaters of yesteryear grew up to the be the brand consultants and designers of today, and so much of that skateboarding vibe has spread into the business and even corporate world of uh, of Western society, and we see it in all kinds of things. And I, I really, you know, got to give credit to the idea of the structure. Create the structure and then pour yourself into it. I create a maze that someone can get lost in. You are listening to the podcast Beauty Truth from Adam Lee Rosenfeld. This is me, Adam Lee Rosenfeld, and this podcast is brought to you by my music, by the music of Har Adonai, music project. Uh, I liken it. In my mind, it sounds like Dinosaur Jr. meets Sufjan Stevens, if it sounds like something different to you. That's cool. Uh, but it's basically indie rock from Jerusalem, Israel. And I'd like you to visit haradonai.net, H-A-R-A-D-O-N-A-I.net, and get the new live single, Let the Sword Do Double Damage, live at the base of Mount Zion, exclusively for subscribers. I also want to remind you that you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and be happy for you to subscribe, happy for you to leave a positive review that will help people uh, get more uh, aware of this podcast, what I'm talking about. And to remind you, this podcast is where I talk about my search for to find beauty and truth and to tell you about the beauty and truth that I found and also my journey to create beauty and truth so you can learn about my struggles, learn from my mistakes, and be encouraged and be equipped to create beauty and truth yourself, to make art because you are an artist. Why? We're all artists because we have been given creative uh, ability, a creative ability to make a positive change in the world. I also am a believer, uh, one of the things that I refer to, something that, you know, I talked about beauty and truth, and I think so far that the uh, work of Craig Stesick in as many way, in, in many ways is beautiful, what he did with Palo Peralta. I, I don't know about everything. I can't vouch for everything, but there were many examples of the beauty that Craig Stesick created. But what about the truth? I uh, first and foremost stand on the uh, Bible as truth. And what does the Bible have to do with what I was talking about earlier, Craig Sussex and this and that? That's the cool thing, because once you draw a connection between something ancient and something modern, you find the threads, the themes that are unchanging, the values. And if you buy into those things, if you sow into those things, you really can never lose. The Bible. 
One of the concepts of the Bible, it's kind of a universal concept, is about bearing fruit. It's like a good idea to bear fruit. As in an individuals, we are likened like to trees and bushes and, and plants that bear fruit. That's a universal concept. And we want to bear fruit. I, 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 would, I, I would suggest that any of us want to bear fruit. I hope that's true for everybody. But uh, we want to be productive. But the Bible adds a concept onto the concept of bearing fruit. And the concept is that of the vineyard. The vineyard is repeatedly mentioned throughout the Bible as this place where fruit grows in the vineyard. It grows uh, at a certain amount and a certain quality. Now, we want to, like I said, I believe, and if I'm wrong, I'd be happy to hear it from someone, but we want to bear fruit. But we also want a vineyard that can help us bear that fruit. Now, what is a vineyard? I'm not an expert on vineyards, really not. But uh, it, it, you know, it alludes to the need to plant your plants in a certain way, a certain spacing, certain places, to facilitate irrigation uh, for the plants. And uh, one thing that I really find interesting is the need to build walls. You actually build walls around your vineyard to help protect your fruit. All in all, what I'm referring to is a structure, just like I referred to at the beginning of uh, this uh, podcast, that uh, we need a structure in which to create fruit. We don't uh, necessarily want to create wild fruit. It sounds cool, fruit that's out in the wild, but it's difficult to uh, improve wild fruit. It's difficult to make it uh, better, larger, greater quantity, and it's difficult to uh, protect it and collect it. So not only do we want to have cool fruit, we want to have a structure that produces, that, that helps us produce good fruit. Now, the question is, what is the structure for your art? What's your structure? Lately, I've been thinking about different people and their structure for creating art. Um, I thought it was kind of neat how people go on YouTube and they just, they just pour their art out on YouTube. People that are singers, they just sing a cappella on YouTube. I just think that's kind of cool and liberating. I never thought to do that myself. I thought that you need to, you know, produce things and get things all ready before you release it to the world. But I think that's pretty cool just to sing a cappella on YouTube. That's a structure. One video uh, in the a cappella format and the location of YouTube. That's one kind of structure. Uh, maybe you're, you're in a punk band and, and uh, you have the structure of playing uh, the local uh, punk club on a, on a weekly basis or something like that. That's something that uh, was a part of my life uh, in a season of my life. And um, maybe you're a writer. Do you have a goal of words per day? That's like a structure. Uh, I was, uh, I took the, years ago, I took the challenge, uh, five, my 500 words from Jeff Goins. I highly recommend it, my 500 words. Um, but um, he encourages you to write 500 words a day for a month. And that really helped me find my writing voice. Um, that's structure. Are you a painter? Do you have a studio? That's a kind of structure that can help you bear fruit. Do you have uh, an art show? booked on the calendar that you're preparing for, some sort of structure for your art. So the point is, once you define a structure, you can pour yourself into that structure. Once you create your own set of rules, you're actually more free. 
Once you restrict yourself, you're actually more free. Free. Once Craig Stasek said, I'm going to make a rule, no skateboarding will be depicted in these ads for Palo Peralta, all of a sudden I'm free to go crazy, to do all kinds of other stuff for the ads. I think it's so cool. Once you create that structure and you say, you know, yes this, no this, uh, you're free. Now right now, if you're listening, I'm speaking to you, you're listening to a podcast. And this is an audio recording presented on pretty much a weekly basis. And that's the structure. I had to create that structure. It took me a long time to create that structure. It might sound simple, but it took me a long time to create it. And many of the ideas that you're hearing are ideas that I've had with me for years, and I haven't had a place to put them. But once I created this structure, audio recording on a weekly basis, I'm able to pour myself into that structure. I'm really pouring myself out now into the structure. Okay? I think by now, you get it. I think we're in agreement here. I hope so. I can't take questions right now, but we can keep the conversation going in the comments of, uh, of the podcast episode. But I want to take it a little bit further. I hope uh, you don't mind me going here. But human intimacy, the kind of, you know, intimacy between two human beings that we have, it also works like that. The greatest expression of romantic love there's a structure to it. And I'm going to even say there's a kind of mechanic, mechanics to it. There's a giver and there's a receiver. But because of its structure, it creates an opportunity for the giver to find a full expression. And quite literally, to bear fruit. And when the mechanics are recognized, and when they're honored and cared for, the fruit is all that much better. Just like Inception, a structure is created by the architect where the dreamer fills the dream with his subconscious. Again, that movie Inception, they were always looking for uh, a good architect to create a good space, and then the dreamer comes and fills it uh, with his or her subconscious. It gets filled within that structure. You're listening to the podcast, Beauty Truth. Uh, I'm Adam Lee Rosenfeld, talking to you here. This podcast is brought to you by my music project, Harold and I. It's indie rock from Jerusalem, Israel. I think it sounds like kind of like Dinosaur Jr. and kind of like Stephen Stevens. I hope uh, you dig it. I would dig it if somebody was telling me about a band that sounded like that. Visit haradonai.net, H-A-R-A-D-O-N-A-I.net, and get uh, the new live single, let the sword do double damage, live from the base of Mount Zion, free exclusively for subscribers. Also, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. You can give it, I encourage you to give a good review. If you feel in it, uh, it would help this podcast uh, reach more people. Now, don't you just want to just show up to the studio and make something awesome? Don't you just want to walk into a well-stocked kitchen with the best appliances and cook the best food? Do you have a structure? Start by creating a structure for yourself. And I'm going to give you an example of a structure that's so basic yet so awesome, I think you can uh, work with. Anybody seen the movie The Shawshank Redemption? Considered to be one of the best movies of all time. One of the, I think it's the highest rated film on IMDb. 
Um, but there's a scene where Morgan Freeman's character, Morgan Freeman has been in the prison system. He's been incarcerated for a long, long time. He's been uh, institutionalized, as you may say. And one day, uh, his fellow inmate gives him a gift. He knew that this was something that was important to, to Morgan Freeman's character. And he gave him a harmonica. Receiving this harmonica deeply disturbed Morgan Freeman's character because it symbolized hope. And he said hope is a dangerous thing. He didn't want to get all hopeful about future and about a better life because he knew he was behind bars. And as he sat in his cell in the night hours and it was time to shut off all the lights, he did one act and it really spoke to me in this film. He sat in his bed, he pulled out his harmonica and he played one note. And the lights went out and that was it. Sometimes, as artists, we can feel like Morgan Freeman's character in The Shawshank Redemption, where all we have to give is to blow one note in a harmonica. We are afraid, even, to hope. We are hurt. And not only are we hurt, but we may be in an environment that provides no outlet, no facilitation, no structure for us to create. Yet, Morgan Freeman's character played that one note on the harmonica. So whatever you're dealing with in life, I encourage you to find some sort of structure that you can create in. If it's uh, creating one weekly blog post of 500 words, if it's recording a full-length album per year, maybe 12 songs, one feature-length film, one season of a television series, or a YouTube uh, video series, or a podcast. Whatever it is, I encourage you to find that structure and to create a maze that someone can get lost in. Finally, I'd like to quote from the Bible, Song of Solomon, chapter 2, verse 15. Catch for us the foxes that steal fruit from the vines. Not only has the vineyard been built, the structure created, and the fruit coming, these foxes come and steal the fruit. Now, whatever it is in our lives, some forces can come to steal the fruit. Might be distractions. A lot of distractions, negative, destructive behaviors, malicious forces, whatever they are. Catch for us the foxes that steal the fruit from the vines. And I encourage you to structure your life in a way that honors the structure that you created to do your art, to catch, so to speak, the foxes that steal the fruit from your vines. I'm Adam Roosevelt here with the podcast Beauty Truth, brought to you by my music project, Hard and I, uh, indie rock from Jerusalem, Israel. You can check it out at hardandi.net. Go there and get my new live single, the new live single, Let the Sword Do da- Double Damage, live from the base of Mount Zion, free exclusively for subscribers. And if you like what you've heard, I encourage you to leave a review on iTunes, to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, and to go visit the show notes, leave a comment there, and check out uh, additional stuff that I have for you there. Thanks for listening. You're awesome. And I want to leave you with an oldie but goodie for me. It's a song that I wrote and recorded called Wall of Frown from my music project. So check it out. Enjoy it. 
and looking forward to seeing you next time. Takes no